0: Welcome to the Lancaster Patriot Podcast. My name is Chris Hume, the managing editor of the Lancaster Patriot, and I'm joined today by Dr. Greg Wheeler. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Chris. Good to be here. Dr. Wheeler is a Doctor of Osteopathic Medicine. He is an ER physician, and mainly, you mainly practice in you used to practice in Pennsylvania, mainly, correct? That's correct. I still do practice in Pennsylvania. However, uh, I have had to go to other
1: states, uh, all associated with the mandate. Uh, that, that you know,
0: was here not too long ago. Okay. All right. Well, uh, Dr. Greg Wheeler uh, was kind enough to come in today. And what precipitated this, I just want to give a little background for our listeners. What precipitated this was uh, one of my editorials where I did challenge and critique uh, Senator Mastriano, who's running for governor. And so what, Dr. Wheeler reached out and said he'd be willing to come in to have a, a discussion on this. And so we're going to kind of just very informally maybe try to, to challenge one another's ideas here. So for, in case you haven't read my editorial, and if you've listened to maybe, uh, I think it was three podcasts ago where Joel and I, Joel Saint talked about the GOP, you'll get some of the idea. So for, for my position, for me, uh, Greg, as I look at this, the, when we're talking about freedom and we're gonna get, get into some medical freedom, when we're talking about education, for me, the main enemy, is not is not the left. Um, the enemy is is the idolatry and the rejecting of God's word that that got us here. So I see the left as part of God's judgment for us rejecting Christ and His word. And then we have then as a result of that abandoning God's word, we have big government, government regulation, government education, which I think we'll get into, forced taxation. Now a lot of these things. People just accept without thinking about them. I know you you do think about them, um, mm-hmm. and so so for me, as I look at this, that's kind of the spirit behind my critique. I there are lots of things that I could appreciate about someone like Doug Mastriano, but I don't think we're addressing the heart of the problem. And to me, the method should not be using the the systems that have been instituted uh, to try to to end them because I think they're compromised systems. So. Mm-hmm. Let's let's kind of start there. I want to give you the opportunity, and there's much more I could say, but I want to give you the opportunity to kind of say initially, when you read that editorial, or you hear me, or, or maybe someone else talking and saying, "Hey, you know what, Senator Mastriano, or or this conservative candidate, or whomever, they're not the solution to the problem, and in fact, voting for them is actually, you know, perpetuating." the problem. What's your initial thoughts on that and your initial reactions? Yeah,
1: so my initial thought is, um, you know, I personally um, am not, have not been very involved in politics. Um, I'm sort of with that group of persons who, uh, you know, after COVID, um, and we all had different trials and and suffering that we went through, uh, you know, I personally lost my job. My wife lost her job. You know, we we thought our house, you know, we were going to have to be evicted. Um, our kids were put under a lot of emotional strain. Um, so, I, I that kind of propelled me into the whole political process. Um, at the end of the day, I would agree. Um, it's not politicians. It's not um, uh, any. Man-made um, process or 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 uh, persons who are going to change things. I think it it it's first starts with with the Lord putting it on the hearts of His people to get involved and to be be a part of what's out there. Um, so I think that right now our our, our work has to be. Um, working within, from my standpoint, working within a system certainly is flawed. Men are flawed. Doug Mastriano is flawed. However, uh, we have to do what we can uh, to influence the culture for Christ as Christians. Uh, so that's kind of my basis of, of supporting Doug Mastriano and uh, you know his campaign uh, in particular.
0: Okay. Yeah. And I agree with you. Uh, m- men are flawed. Certainly. Some people, s- sometimes people think I'm looking for a perfect candidate. Mm-hmm. That's not my position. But so I agree with you on that. And I think we can try to narrow it down here and maybe get to some of the clash of the ideas here. I think the difference is um, when I say it's a spiritual problem, uh, I'm not meaning by that, okay, now we, we can't do anything in, in, the, in the civil realm so i 'm saying the spiritual problem as I see it looking at scripture, looking at our culture is we 've abandoned Christ as a nation we 've abandoned his word as a direction uh, long ago really and so as a result now we have put in christ 's place the state in many in many occasions and we've said the state is now God, and the state now has the authority to educate the children to care for us to provide for us to regulate the the mark the economy and I think there is there is a place that flawed men have in changing that, but my position is they need to be governing according to god 's word because the thing that the thing that got us here uh, is ignoring god 's word, and so i have I have a hard time seeing how continuing to ignore the law word of God is going to get us out of the mess so you mentioned you just mentioned working within these institutions and, and maybe we can we can start there with with education because that was kind of the main point in my editorial was that the education system itself, the government education system itself is socialistic and it is a judgment on our society. So I believe that scripturally, the Bible gives no warrant for the state to, to run education. So... People could critique and say, well, you know, if we get rid of the education, the government education, well, then there's going to be, you know, chaos and educational chaos. Well, my contention is the government school system is that chaos. It is the educational and social crisis and chaos because it's a broken system. So I guess I just want to ask you, and I know some people are going to have different views on this, but but for you, Greg, do you think that the government should be involved in education and specifically does god's word would you say god's word authorizes them to do that yeah um
1: so what i would say yes i mean uh, we are it is a education is a broken system um, we see and, and one of the the bills that you know you had discussed in your editorial uh, that that mastriano brought up was to was the parental rights bill and and uh, because you know we saw in our education system how you know they're letting boys in, in the in the girls' bathroom, how they're allowing transgenders to participate in sports, and uh, you know it's pretty much eliminating uh, female athletics, um, you know, the critical race theory teaching, um, and yes any any school that or even like online schools that accept government funding. You know, have to fall in line with these. Uh, For instance, my kids. For a year, I I did do the um, the online schooling for one of my children, and they were they wanted to know was he you know fully vaccinated. You know, again having to follow the uh, governmental um, requirements. Um, So yes, absolutely. Um, However, I think that the issue lies in um, right now, unfortunately even in Christian circles, Christianity as a whole, there hasn't been a real push for educating your kids you know, at homeschooling. Uh, there hasn't been a push for, for more Christian schools. Um, and I think, you know, at, at the end of the day, families, before the church can go out and, and, and influence the culture, families have to have to believe accept and 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 look that they have they have to follow the, the law Word of God uh, in their in their own families uh, so before the church can be changed and influence the culture and uh, you know however that might be you know parallel educational systems uh, you know you, you do look at like Catholic schools for instance that have a actually a very good uh, alternative system Um, so again uh those things will be done as the church uh, is comprised of families that that see this as what god desires and what god commands uh for for the educational system uh so i think i think that's a big problem uh, that we're not there yet um and so uh, and and I, I don't know if you want me to get into it now, as far as some of the specific, you know, policies, for instance, that Doug Mastriano
0: has. Yeah, we can we can get into some of those. I, I think um, I think I'm hearing you saying it would be ideal if if the government wasn't involved. Um, but can you understand where I'm coming from here? If I'm saying the Bible does not authorize the state to educate the children, nor does it authorize the state to Used forced taxation to take money to educate the children. So I agree with you that unfortunately most people in the nation have accepted the idea that the government should be educating their children. But again, to me, that's at the root of the problem. That's part of the judgment on our society. And so I can't in good conscience vote or support someone who's going to continue that system. And I did and I I want, there was one quote here I wanted to read, and this is from Kevin Swanson talking about. The educational system because this is how I view it so Mm -hmm. he said there has been a very high level spiritual force that has gained control of our children this is a massive force this is something unlike anything the world has ever seen the world has never seen a compulsory attendance law and a distinctly socialistic government-controlled secular ethic imposed upon the masses through a government-funded education program we've never seen this in the history of the world it is a satanic conspiracy of the ultimate degree Now, I agree with that, and that's why I'm so strongly opposed to anyone who's going to say, hey, there's a problem in the government school system, but we're going to solve it in some way other than abolishing it. And so I can't vote. If if God's law says don't steal from your neighbor and it doesn't give the, the government the authority to steal via forced taxation for something that, again, God didn't give government the authority to do, I don't see how that's going to bring about blessing because I think that's what is one of the things that got us here. And I know we can talk and say, well, this is not realistic or we have to change it slowly. But my biggest concern is, is God's judgment on us. And so if we're, if we're ignoring what he said about the role of the state and voting for and supporting men who are continuing that you, I would say you you know, uh, unjust, unauthorized use of government power, I don't see how then we can complain about that. And that's the other thing that, and then I'll let you bring up some of these policies because I have some that I want to talk about too, but uh, Senator Mastriano, and again, yes, I'm, I'm, I know I'm being critical here and people say, well, why don't you pick more on, on on Shapiro? Of course, I'm opposed to Shapiro's socialistic policies, but my point is, I, I don't think we're recognizing the, that there's some of that as well in the GOP. So, he had said something. Senator Mastron had said something that the there should be not there shouldn't be indoctrination in the schools, just education. And I think that reveals perhaps a, a misunderstanding that he has bought into the the myth of neutrality that we can have an education system that is neutral. And I think that's fundamentally flawed. That that we can't. So trying to change the system, I think, is is impossible because it's going to continue to come back to the bureaucrats and the, the government. And, um, so do you understand where I'm coming from? Cause I, sure. You're, I, I didn't hear an exact answer. I understand if, if you don't have one necessarily right now, but the government school system, would you argue that it's not, it's not authorized in God's word for the government to be taking people's money to educate someone else?
1: I think you're right. I think you're right about that. Um, I guess, you know, there are like examples from history of, you know, you think about Charlemagne, who who actually said, you know, around each of the churches should be a hospital and a school. Um, You you think about uh, John Calvin in in Switzerland, um, in Geneva, where, uh, you know, their desire was to have a reformed culture, you know, based upon the... law word of God where the culture reflects you know a a godly society Um, and you know the part of that was catechism um, you know taught to all ages but certainly the children Um, I'm a product of Christian school Mm -hmm. Um, so uh, you know again there there's there was a absolutely a religious basis you know that that sh- certainly shook uh, uh, framed my world view um, so I think um, when yes government is sh- it absolutely should be limited and and from the word of God yes parents it is the, the it is their responsibility for the education of their children um, I think the I think our Maybe our disagreement is how much can we pull back as as Christians now that, that Christians are becoming more involved in the culture. How much are we able to pull back without society totally collapsing? And and I, I know I'd made in you know my uh, kind of my comments on on the on your editorial was you know at, after the COVID and, and kids were uh, you know had to were staying home or, or online learning. You know, the worst test scores have have come out after that. Uh, you know, we see you know childhood uh, psychiatric illness you know going through the roof because there is a, a system in place um, which, uh, again, there are a lot of a lot of issues with it, a lot of ungodliness to it. A lot of that has to go back on Christians not being involved in the culture like they should have. Um, but. Yeah, I I mean where where do we say where do we where do we you know where does the rubber meet the road and we start going out as and becoming involved in Christian you know as Christians in the culture. Uh, you know again I I would love to see you know kids homeschooled um you know and, and that taken seriously but I think that the the family has to become serious about it and the church has to be um teaching that and then as the church uh, shows that example then we can uh, display it to the culture
0: yeah and and, I mean that's what I'm trying to do and I know that there's no there's no switch that I can flip but I Mm -hmm. think if if more and more people return to the law word of God we we will go back to or, or come to the conclusion that the government shouldn't be doing these things you mentioned you know if we if we remove this educational system, the society collapsed. My argument is the society has already collapsed. I mean, we have 70 million dead babies. We have transgenders and we have sodomy celebrated in the streets. Like, we have already collapsed. And the government school system it has been part of that, the lead up to it, the judgment of it. I mean, you can look at it in so many ways, but America has fallen. And And, and even if we could say, well, no, there's still... My point is, by... If we do not take a principled stand on God's word, then we, we have no reason to expect God to bless us. And, and that, that's, my, that's the foundation for this, that if you would agree, or if someone else would agree, you know what, the government doesn't have the authority to do this, and it's immoral, what they're doing is, is theft and then indoctrination, I can't support that, because it's only leading to more and more judgment. Let, let's talk a little bit about some of these policies specifically uh, as it relates to the schools, because I do have some some critiques on, on those as well. Um, and my first, crit- and again, this kind of goes back to, to, my first critique would be that, again, as a whole, Senator Mastriano and these other GOP guys are voting for billions and billions of dollars to go to a socialistic system. And again, and this is my challenge and I'd be curious to hear what you think, if, if someone's going to, you know, the Republicans complain about uh, Joe Biden's college forgiveness scheme or Bernie Sanders' mm-hmm. free college, on what, on what consistent basis can someone object to that if they say, hey, it's okay to do that for K through 12? Why not do it K through 16? What are your thoughts on that? Um, no, I mean, that, that certainly is a good point. Um
1: you know why do we why do we cut it off at at twelfth uh, grade you know why does that not continue absolutely i i, I would say that that's that's a good point uh, I mean just with uh governor mas or Senator his policy excuse me um you know one of his what he wants to do is is and I know you mentioned it in in your editorial um that that there is a effort to um, allow money to follow the, follow children. Mm -hmm. So in other words, you know, whatever that amount of money is, it can be used for whatever type of education they choose. Um, the, the freeing thing is right now. Anyway, it would be so that schools that are getting this money, uh, like your Catholic school or your Christian school, um, again, the bills aren't written. There's, there's no, they don't have to accept the, Socialistic, humanistic agenda that that the governmental system is pushing down um, on again the cyber schools and others that 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 are taking that money. Um, So, um, you know, that's certainly one good aspect of it. You know, the other thing with taxation, um, which you know, I have a huge problem with, is is our uh, property tax being used for—that's uh, basically how schools are funded. Uh, you know that is something that Mastrano uh, has said he wants to get rid of. Uh, find other ways to fund it. Yes, still funding uh, public education, but again, there—he is—he does want to allow some choice. I, and you know, our magistrates—you know—they are again, they're men, men and women just like us. They. They are part of the culture, part of the church. That right now we just don't have a we don't have a teaching. We don't have a a groundswell of the public that is that's willing to support and be behind either alternative education or homeschooling. And I think therein lies the lies a big problem that to have to try and have any magistrate be willing to take that stand is gonna be, you know, again, I, I, know, I know we wanna be as principled as we possibly can, um, and I'm not saying that, oh, well, they just need to be electable, but again, you, you have to work within some framework that society has given, especially with, with magistrates.
0: I guess I would disagree a little bit. I think, I agree, we would need a groundswell. We need a change. But I think it, it needs to start with people that are going to be principled. I don't, I don't think, we, we, I think we need to be principled in the Word of God in the civil realm. And I think that's one area where it's often like, well, okay, yeah, you need to be principled in the church. You can't, you can't allow false doctrine and say, well, it's just a little bit, or in the family. I'm not going to allow a little bit of unfaithfulness to my wife. But when it comes to the civil realm, it's like, well, nobody's perfect. And we, we don't think about that in other areas, but the main thing is, if we continue to support the, these people that are promoting this system, we will never get out of it. So you mentioned something, because I want to talk about money falling a child. You said they don't have to accept the socialistic, humanistic agenda, but I would argue they kind of are, because anytime money goes anywhere, the regulations come to. And I think the money following the child is a bad, bad idea. And I think this is an example of someone who's maybe trying to, to do something good, but instead of attacking the sinful, humanistic, socialistic institution, uh, even if that means it costs him votes, like that's what I want, a man who's principled, who's going to stand on principle. Because I want principle, is Senator Mastriano dealing with these issues? It's certainly not on the principle that, the, that God's word says the government shouldn't be involved. It's on the principle of, well... We as Republicans can manage education better than the Democrats and I don't want to trade one tyrant for another. If the money's following the child, we are accepting the socialistic system that your money needs to fund my children's education and but then it becomes the government's money because they're taking it from you and then they're going to say we're going to distribute it uh, and now Chris can use it to educate his children. But since we're giving Chris this money, there's going to be regulations. And even if Senator Mastriano could get something and they're saying, hey, there's, there's no regulations on this. All it takes is some other piece of legislation, probably by a Republican, to say, well, it's in the best governmental interest for us to make sure that this money that follows a child, uh, these regulations are met. And again, it's, it's the same problem. We are, we are granting the government legitimacy in taxing us to fund other people's educations. And so I, I don't want the money to fall the child. And of course they might say, well, you can opt out of it. Okay, great. You're still taking money, you know, money from me and other people, and then you're going to manage the education. So, you know, that, that's, that's my concern. It, 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 that's not a Christian response. And yeah, I'm going to, I mean, I'll come down, I think every day on principled and scriptural is better because it's actually going to lead to blessings in the long run if we continue to support basically just an adjusting of the dial here on government manipulation, then that's what we're gonna keep getting. And I have some things I wanted to bring up as far as some of the things Senator Mastrano supported, but I wanna let you respond to that. I have a big problem with money falling the child because if the government is graciously giving us money, there's going to be regulations that follow that. Does that concern you at all?
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, anytime, uh, you know, again, there's, you know, something tied to money, which it, I, I agree normally is. Uh, it's it's a huge issue. Um, that being said, I can tell you that I've spent <laughs> more time in Harrisburg these past two years than I've you know, ever done in my life. I can I can actually tell you, my my wife, pediatrician, is wrote, helped really a lot to write. Governor Mastrano's healthcare policy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the thing these these changes in society, I I, I, I want them changed as badly as uh, I feel. Yes, society must follow the law, word of God. But sometimes it's it can't be an overnight uh,
0: thing that occurs. But, wh- but why do we have to support men who are not going to follow the law, word of God?
1: well i think the the pro the problem is if if we're not going to support these men we're going to have a much worse option for instance in a in a shapiro um and i i mean i, I and a good example is i mean our 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 healthcare system uh, and i don't want to like start but you know i i that's your specialty yeah <laughs> you know I, I absolutely don't agree with A lot of it and the insurance as the middleman and taking all the money and and taking power away from doctors But I you know when people were were dying from COVID, I you know, I had to do whatever I could You know prescribe beds that they didn't want me to uh, in order to save lives Uh, You know, I this has taken decades So it's probably a century that we've gotten to the place that we are It's not going to change overnight. I mean and from my standpoint, uh, we, you now have persons who love God, who 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 do see the the need to for culture to become a Christian culture, who are absolutely involved, absolutely influ- influencing um, men of of. of Christian character, you know, the word of God, again, you know, it goes back to none of us are perfect. You know, our magistrates are not perfect. You know, God wanted men who, you know, would not take bribes and, and who wouldn't, who loved his law. You know, those were qualifications for leaders. Um, and my, my support for uh, Doug Mastriano is speaking with him, seeing his actions in the past, how, you know, when things shut down, he, you know, he had fireside chats and other things to Try to get uh, to try and help people that were, you know, were their business small business owners. Um, you know, he 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 took those actions um, as he could as a magistrate, which which w- his was within his power. Uh, you know, personally, he uh, with my wife and I, who you know, the mandate and affected our our business and and our livelihood. He um, you know he tried to get a vaccine. Uh, Basically, to outlaw vaccine mandates, uh, which you know Governor Wolf did not sign, or I don't even, maybe didn't even make it to committee. Um, so, I, I, from my standpoint, he's a. I believe that he's a Christian man working within a system, just like I tried to work within a broken system to do what I could in, in my little sphere of influence to to
0: help mankind. Yeah, I'm not questioning Senator Mastriano's personal faith, per se. What I'm saying, my, my question is, is he actually seeking to govern according to the Word of God? Uh, and we could get into all the reasons why or why not. I, I don't think he is. I think he does not—either he doesn't understand, or if he does, and he's trying to work— I mean, I, I don't think that's ideal here because I want a man who's going to say what he means and mean what he says— And from what I get from Senator Mastriano is, yes, he opposes a bunch of things on the left. Great. I mean, I agree. But the standard is really the left. I don't see him saying this is what the word of God says. Government should not be involved in education and I will do everything I can to to end that. And there are men that would say that. And my point is, if we don't if we don't vote for those people and we and we support people who are clearly not trying to follow God's law word, I say we're inviting more judgment on ourselves. We're, we're saying God has said do this, and we're saying, well, that's not realistic, God. It's not realistic to follow your word. I'm gonna support someone who, yeah, might be a great guy, but is not going to actually seek to apply the word of God. And unfortunately, I understand what you're saying, like, but I, I, don't, I think that's part of the problem that got us here, was compromise and political hypocrisy and all these things instead of fidelity to Christ. So, for example, with with Mastriano, I mean he some of his stuff was kind of like, okay, is is he is he trying to, you know, abolish the government education system? And and the left, I actually think they give him too much credit. I wish they were right, in in trying to say that if Mastriano succeeds, he's going to abolish government education. But when he responded to that, he said, You know That's a bunch of lies, almost a billion dollars more in education spending, but Mastriano is a danger to our education, he said. And he's right. I mean, he voted for billions and billions of dollars to go to government education. So his position is certainly not that government shouldn't be involved in this socialistic institution. And that's where I come down principally in my conscience. How can I vote for someone who's complaining against socialism on the left and then supports it? And I know we're probably not going to come to an agreement today, but, but that, that's where I'm coming from. I, I don't think, I think we've seen the result of, of this mindset of, well, we got to work with what we got. Again, we don't accept that in, in other areas of life. Like we shouldn't, if we're Christians and following God's word and we have, someone someone wants to be a pastor and they're not qualified, say, well, they're Christians, they love the Lord. Yeah, but they're not qualified because they're not, they don't know the word of God. They're not shepherding according to the word of God. And that's my concern with Mastriano. So I don't want people to think, oh, you're, you're questioning his salvation. I'm saying, what has he said? What has he done? And that's what I have to go on. So I, I want to, let me, I'll let you respond to that if you want to, but I, I'd want to bring up a few things here uh, as it relates to education, and then maybe we could move into, into the medical realm. Anything you want to say on that?
1: Um, no, I, I think, again, I think the, I believe that, our, you know, societal change must come from, must come, you know, from our religious, all laws are religious. Right, right. I mean, right. And so, us as a society, to to get rid of the socialism, to get rid of the humanism, to get rid of our, our government schools being funded, you know, by taking money from all of us, like you were mm-hmm. mentioning, which I, I firmly, yes, they do. They are, they are taking money, which they should not be taking. Absolutely. Um, but
0: but Senator Mastroianna wouldn't, hasn't said that are you, yeah. th- you see the diff, like you're saying that, and I would be willing to hear, we could talk about incrementalism later. Sorry to cut you off, but I just sure. want to get your comment on this. We could talk about that in a minute. And it would be one thing if he was like, this system is socialistic. This is evil. This is contrary to God's word. And uh, here's my plan to eliminate it in two years. Like I'd be willing to hear that argument. I might not end up agreeing with it, but see, that's my concern with incrementalism. Okay, what are we actually? What is the actual goal? And certainly for Mastriano, if it is, he's not being honest. It's not to abolish this socialistic system, which is immoral. And I would say, if we support it, we're inviting God's wrath. That's more concerning to me than Shapiro taking over. So. Do you see a distinction there? Because that might be your position, but I don't think it's Senator Mastriano's. Do you?
1: Uh, honestly, I don't know uh, his, yeah, how he okay. personally feels about education. Um, I, I would agree. Those are those are the statements. So you kind of have to assume that, that he would feel that way. Um, I, I can tell you he he definitely wants to give choice to parents. He Definitely sees huge problems with the uh, governmental health or governmental uh, school system in that you know uh, that this recent bill, of course, to uh, try and give rights back to parents. Again, I I just I guess my my underlying theme is my underlying thought process is uh, because religion, our society is all laws are religious. Uh, It has to be from start from the church, actually from the family the, the. Believing the word of God, um, you know what it says about education, how it is a responsibility of families for for passing on their the Christian heritage. But again, we saw that I mean during COVID there was, there was a, that was a time where persons Christians could say you know what we're fed up with this we're going to start educating our children homeschooling them and some did S- even
0: even non Christians yeah
1: yeah some yeah. did absolutely but the majority stayed within. The system that's now in place and I, I personally with with uh, Christian schools don't have an issue with with me as a parent saying this is they have espoused my Christian values mm-hmm. and so I'm giving them the ability to raise my kids and I, I that you know I guess that would be it could be potentially uh, you know we'd have a controversy whether that's biblical or not
0: well no I think that when we're talking about the government school system, we're talking about the government stealing money if you don't pay the government for the socialistic institution, mm-hmm. you lose your house. Mm-hmm. You, you, you're going to be punished. You, as a parent, freely choosing to hire a tutor or a set of tutors, which mm-hmm. is what a private school is, it, it is a totally different category. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying, it's, it's immoral for the state to biblically, and this is where I'd like to hear arguments against it, to take people's money at the point of a gun and then use that money to educate their neighbor. And that's why I read that Kevin Swanson quote. I mean, we haven't seen that in the history of humanity. I mean, it started you know, in the 1800s in Horace Mann and the Prussian model, but I mean, we're experiencing the fruit of it. It's devastating. And so to me, it's, to your point, my, my thing is how, how you're saying it has to change. All laws are religious. The families have to change it. But I'm saying if, if, the, if the Christians who say they believe in the law word of God are supporting men who disregard the law word of God, how are we setting the example for anybody else? And that's to me why it's always more important to stand on principle and be faithful even if it doesn't seem like this is going to work, right? That's never how we're supposed to deal with things. We're supposed to be faithful unto death, right? Even if our faithfulness leads to our death. So certainly I would say in the civil realm, let me be faithful unto God's word. If that means that Shapiro takes over, that's certainly not what I'd want. Just like I wouldn't want to die for my faith, but I have to be faithful. And so I just think compromising if, if, especially if we're going to say, well, you know, God doesn't authorize the state to do this and this is destroying, because I would argue the government education system is is destroying our nation, destroying it. So to me, if you want, if we want to argue a constant, like I would say ending it now would be way better anyway. If if there were hardships, they don't compare to the hardships and the death and the abuse and the abort, like the, that the government education system has given us. So that's why I'm, I'm very concerned about that and so for for me to support someone who's going to do school choice who's going to vote for billions of dollars to fund the education system i just can't do it because it's just he's just adjusting the dials at a different rate and i i don't think it's it's going to bring blessing um so before we move on from education is is there anything okay i just want to bring up the the parental rights thing right and Mm -hmm. and my concern with that is that okay yeah great idea like i get where he's coming from that Mm -hmm. parents should have a but the issue is if you have as a parent or as a, a a magistrate if you have already granted that the government their job is to educate the kids you have no you have no foundation anymore to really complain against it of course you could complain individually and say well i don't like this but what if my neighbor likes the transgender books? What if my neighbor likes the, the, the homosex education? Like, there's no principle there anymore. And, and that's, the, that's the concern that I get it. It's emotional, you know, these, these conservatives saying, parents need to have a say in their children's education, but they have given the authority over to the government. There's no basis there to say, you can now tell the government how to educate your kids. Whereas if you... Send your kids to a private school. You can say, "Look, I'm I'm pulling my money, and I'm not sending my kids here if you're not teaching them a Christian worldview." But the government system, and this is where Mastriano falls into the trap of myth of neutrality. He's not going to argue that the government school system should be teaching Christian ethics because he know that he knows he can't say that because it, it'll cost him votes, and all, so he's going to say, "Well, we should just be doing education, no indoctrination. All education is inescapably moral." So it's either going to be honoring to Christ, or it's going to be dishonoring to Him. And so, for parents to say, well, for, or for Him to say, well, parents should have, you know, the first and last say, and then say the government should be doing it. To me, it doesn't add up. And I, I critique the bill because it says unless a governmental, uh, you know, specific governmental interest can be shown, and to me, that's a blank check. I mean, the government can can, can say anything. Well, it's in the government's best interest that, you know, we require this teaching or whatever. And then all it is is a battle between the left and the right constantly fighting over who's going to control this socialistic humanistic institution. If you get a, if you get a red wave, okay, now, now the GOP has taken over. Yeah, billions of dollars are still going to be stolen for education, but maybe we're not teaching transgenderism. Then the left takes over and it goes back. So to me, you're not dealing with the problem. And we're just, and we're continuing to suffer all the consequences instead of taking a stand and say no more. And, and then people could start to wake up. So that's my concern with the, the parental rights bill and the language in there um, saying, well, parents have the last say when they actually don't. And, you know, I'd love to hear Senator Mastriano talk more about homeschooling. And I'm sure he has at some point, but... The government even says we have we have to say in the homeschooling. So I don't know any comments on on education as we as we wrap that one up. Um,
1: yeah, no. I so um, you know again going back, to, yeah, absolutely parental rights for the kid, our children's education is absolutely uh, biblical and you know should be paramount. Um, I can see where there's there can be uh, when the there is language when the government has. You know, compelling uh, reason to be involved, and it's it has to go back to you know me being in healthcare. You you unfortunately see parents that are not there for the best interest of their child, are abusive, are neglectful, and you know there has to be some there has to be some area where we say you know parental rights end in that they are being abusive to their child
0: and the government has to get involved in those circumstances. Well, let me ask you about that because what standard are we going to use? Because I think, I think that actually mixes categories. We're ta- especially when I look at the bill and the way it's couched is education, right? Now, if you throw in there, well, if, if, if me murdering my child or physically assaulting my child somehow falls into the education category, that's an error. And if, if they're working that into it, then that's another problem I have with the bill. Because the government does not need to be involved in education at all. Because if you're saying, well, there could be people who neglect their children's education. Uh, that's the government education. Like, that's, that's my point. The government education is, is, is creating, uh, raising up a generation of narcissists, socialists, and atheists. That's abusive. So what standard is the government going to say, Okay, you can you can you can raise your kids, Greg, but if you don't do it in this way, there at some point we have compelling governmental interest. And my argument is no, the government has no interest in education that they can that they can use at the point of a sword. Uh, so if I'm if I murder my child, if I if I physically assault my child, well the the law is there, and the government has a passive responsibility to if that happens to to, to punish me, right? And, and so. So I so I think when we when we mix it that way we kind of confuse the issue because just like you know if I'm taking care of an older relative and I hit them over the head with a baseball bat or you know I starve them to death like th- that has nothing to do with education that that that's God's law the government is to be passive not active and saying we're gonna we're gonna regulate all this it's to say if you if you harm someone physically there's consequences. But education is not that, and people might say, "Well, yeah, but what about those parents out there? What if they What if they really don't teach their children, or what if they teach them horrible things? My point is that's millions of kids in the government school, so that's my concern with that, and I get what you're saying. I just i don't think that has anything to do with education you, you know what I'm saying I, oh, yeah, I
1: absolutely see your point as far as that's concerned, and I, and you know, as far as education. Um, you know, I, I agree. Uh, parents absolutely have, have a right. And yeah, if they're teaching their kids or not even teaching them, I mean, you, you know, when you go back to that, are they, are they following scripture when we're not, you know, trying to, uh, you know, improve our child? Um, you know, it says the scripture says, love the Lord, your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your Amen. mind. Um, my, you know, very important, you know, to, you know, kids should be able to read, you know. There yeah, should be some I, I
0: agree, but I don't think the government... standards. I, I, I agree, but mm-hmm. giving the government the power of the sword to enforce that, I think, is sinful. It goes against Scripture. And I think, actually, it doesn't work. I mean, look at our reading rates since government education took over. Again, going back to that Swanson quote, I mean, this is unheard of in the history of humanity, and our educational standards have gone down you go back to early American history. Even if you had some common schools, the majority were homeschooled, private, privately educated, mm-hmm. and, and the reading rate was, was high. So we are we're not improving our education with the government school system. On top of that, I think if we were to say, well, if we got rid of that, what about are there going to be some people that do a bad job? I'm not happy about that. But I think the 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 biblical approach would actually be better because you'd have you'd have much more uh, charitable options available instead of you paying your money to the Christian tutors at the private school and paying your money for the godless socialistic education, you have that money left over. And I, I think people are generally generous and there would be a, uh, an explosion of charitable options for those poor people for lack of a better term and say, well, I can't afford anything. So, and then you'd actually have a system in place that would challenge people to actually educate their children biblically. Whereas it is now, it's the worst possible scenario because a parent says, I send my kids off to the government, they're going to take care of it, and they don't realize that the government school is destroying the soul of our nation. So th- that's, that's my response to that. Again, I, I don't think we're going to find blessing by trying to work within a sinful system. Now, if we're in there, like you say, well, we getting, should we just get out of politics? No, I just say, if you're in there, be faithful unto death, and don't vote for billions of dollars. To go, and people say, well, it's not going to change anything. And I've talked to people, you know, uh, elected officials who say well, yeah, but if I vote no, it doesn't change anything And and like this is the self-fulfilling prophecy if I vote against the budget, it's not going to change anything So then everybody so then w- like what is our standard and what are we moving with? Like we're just moving with the crowd and we're just constantly comparing ourselves to the left and and again at what point? You know, we might be having this conversation in ten years from now and saying well should the government you know There's a Republican candidate running who supports free college education, but he opposes free graduate education. And to me, like, it would be the same conversation, perhaps if we don't have the standard of God's word saying that any government education is, uh, that's funded by the state forced taxation is wrong. So that's my piece on education. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And and I would just, you know, my, my comment again would would be back to, um, you know, we have, this is, this has taken decades and decades to get to the point that we're at. Um, from my standpoint, I think we need someone to put their foot on the brakes. Um, it, however, to uh, to think that we can, we're able to um, just stop all the governmental system without
0: some alternative. Okay, well, let me, I want to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. So you said, you know, my question, how, how did we get here? Because you're saying it's taken a long time to get here. Would you agree with me that we we got here by neglecting god's word like Absolutely. if if we would have in the beginning followed God's word, we would have said this is not the government's role, mm-hmm. um, they should not be doing this, they should be passive, punishing evil, they shouldn't be manipulating the economy, telling people how much to sell their products for, you know telling how many so we would agree on that so my my question then is okay if, that, if that's if that's how we we got here then How are we going to get out of the mess? And what I hear you saying is, well, we have to do it slowly. I'm not arguing that it would happen slowly, but my point is, let's start slowly by being utterly faithful to Scripture. If you and me and this person and that person, this person, and we all say, no more, we're taking a stand of what our forefathers should have done. We're standing on God's Word, and that might cost us in the short run sure it might end you know it might it might end up saying that the democrats win an election but to me it's more important that we're principled and faithful so that the next generation can be like yeah i'm going to follow what they said and to me people say well no chris you got to play the long game like we're trying to make these changes slowly i'm saying i think the biblical position is the long game if we start to stand now for principle if we're willing to stand on principle and not support socialistic practices because they're a little less socialistic than the left. If I'm not willing to do that, why would my children be willing to do that? Like, so if we just continue the propagation of we're going to do this slowly, it all it is is a tug of war back and forth between the left, the leftist statists and the right-wing statists. And that's what concerns me. So I want to read some of these things and then we'll switch into medical because just to kind of make my point here that, um, and again, I know you might say, well, yeah, okay, those things are true, but it's still better than the left. Uh, again, we've talked about it in other episodes on this podcast that uh, to say it's better would presuppose the left is good. I would say maybe it's just not as bad, but to me it's still, it's still wrong and sinful. So uh, Mastriano, he uh, introduced legislation to cap the price of insulin at $30 or less for an individual's 30-day supply. Again, we could sit here and have hours-long conversation, well, does the government— you know, this is a life saving thing. The government needs to be involved. But biblically, whenever the government gets involved and starts to control the price in the market, it's always detrimental. The, the, the free market will provide medicine and health care at a better rate than government controlled. I think you might agree with that. But, um, you know, so, so this is an example. And I know Senator Mastrano hasn't. Been a politician, if you will, for that long, but that's one thing I see, and I say, okay, here's Senator Mastriano trying to control the market and saying um, we need to uh, set the prices. Another thing he did was, um, as it relates to um, COVID, he approved um, monies going to schools to promote uh, the CDC guidelines and all these things that now we complain against, and, and I certainly did at the time. And he's using federal money to propagate this government overreach, saying we're going to use this money to force our kids to be socially distanced and all these things. So, again, those are just the facts. I have a hard time seeing how is this person? Yeah, okay, is he going to do a little less market manipulation than Wolf? But how can I how can I support that? Um, He had another bill that would uh, legislation that would allow barbers and hair salons to stay open as long as strict CDC guidelines and Pennsylvania Department of Health and Federal Labor Department regulations are followed. So again, he's voting for saying the state is actually authorized to do all this and we're gonna create this system where if you follow our rules, you can open your business. And I get people could say, well, no, well, he's just working with the system he has because if he took a stand and said, the government should not have the right to shut down any business, if he took that stand, then none of this stuff would have happened. But again, to me, it goes back to principles, because now we have legislation, you know, if this passed, signed that says the government has the right to tell a business that they cannot operate if they don't follow the CDC guidelines, signed and supported by Senator Mastriano. And that's my concern. Like, I'm a, like whether we want to say, okay, this is what's going to happen, like, this is what he's done. And to me, I can't, I can't you know, in good conscience support that. Um, so that, that was one thing, um, when the, let me see what else we got here. And then I know I want to give you an opportunity to respond here. Um, same thing, COVID-19, uh, mitigation efforts. Uh, he actually voted to uh, create a system where the government has to create these guidelines for businesses to operate. And again, I know people could say, well, he was trying to make it a little less worse, a little less bad than Wolf, but you've then created legislation that authorizes, The governor to tell businesses this one can be open this one can be closed and to me that's evil so I don't think we should support evil measures to try to achieve a good end like let us not sin that good may come like no so uh, I could mention more but let's kind of start there Um, and one other thing is relates to medicine he also introduced legislation necessitating that insurance coverage for Lyme disease uh, be uh, you know in the insurance plans and again this is statist Government control not allowing the insurance companies to make that decision and the individuals and the families to weigh those Risks, it's the government coming in and saying we're going to control this And these are all the things that the right generally complains about to the left And this is why my point is they're doing the same thing because their standards not the Word of God It's the left. That's what they're measuring themselves against and there's one other bill about veterans where you say okay I'm gonna put this legislation forth to provide for and support veterans and I'm a veteran my father's a veteran but the government should not be uh, using taxpayer money for these social programs to help the veterans and I think uh, it was Calvin Coolidge who there was a similar thing uh, in his day and he's and he, he rejected it he said and he said something like patriotism is not to be bought like so again that's just another example of to me those are all examples of, of statist socialistic legislation that is supported uh by senator mastriano so i know that's a lot greg but moving into the medical field anything you want to respond to that can you see my concern with that that this is what we're going to get is it not as bad as the left maybe in the short term but my argument is in the long term it's going to lead to a continual of the status quo
1: yeah i thank you for talking about something i'm a little more comfortable (laughs) on So yes, uh, we have a system in place within our country that uh, where insurance companies, middlemen um, dictate care have literally swept out from under the feet of doctors. Their autonomy, um, you know, our everything that we do, our um, our evidence base is all driven by pharmaceuticals
0: uh, and what they uh, they're their studies you mentioned insurance i want to give you the opportunity to explain all that you mentioned insurance companies have caused but hasn't is it not the government and the lobbyists telling the government that 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 the insurance company policies have to be followed if there was no government involved would those issues if the government wasn't involved in the medical field those issues wouldn't be there correct
1: um so yeah, insurance started because they, the government allowed. I think it was back in World War One. I, I can't. Uh, the government allowed uh, tax breaks for their insurance coverage, mm-hmm. right? And so that's kind of what set the whole okay. whole ball off, right? Uh, absolutely. Um, you know, government has intruded in something that's really not in in their sphere. Um, but then again, decades, 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 people have become dependent on it. Mm-hmm. Um, no I, I feel like absolutely the same way you do that that insurance companies government should not be dictating the care like they are today i, I guess I, I you know you have to go back to um so so unfortunately elderly people are are locked into things like like medicare mm-hmm. they, they don't really have any options the, the the system that we have in place now does not provide options I know. I hear. I am going back to yes, Mastriano. He is working within a system that you know ties his hands in a certain way. I can tell you that that my wife and I and other physicians who whose eyes have been open to the, the what has what has become our healthcare system, um, where the doctor patient covenant of trust is no longer. Uh, respected. Um, we are from the grassroots trying to change medicine. Uh, you know, we're going to go with non-insurance based subscription plans where people, yes, they'll, they'll pay us a, a subscription, but we will be their, their, their doctor. I, I can tell you that is going to be a slow and, and long process. It's not going to happen overnight, but it, it, it and there's going to be a lot of growing pains. I, 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 you know, if, my thoughts are that if a person like Shapiro came into place, the regulations that he would put upon what we're trying to do would be very onerous. I don't even know if we could do it in Pennsylvania. Um, I know that we go to Harrisburg regularly because we, we have principal desire to see you know medicine as Christ in, you know, intended as a ministry between a doctor and a patient trying to do the right thing for them. Uh, you know, again, I, I, my, I'm being investigated by the Department of State because yeah. I, you know, chose to prescribe meds like ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. Um, so, no, I, I hear we do. We need to be willing to you know, lose whatever for for the for the sake of Christ. And uh, so, those are people that are people such as myself who have become involved in politics are part of a person like Mastriano's his, his whole, um, his policies. Um, you know, I would love to change them overnight. I, I just, I, I don't see that happening. And, uh, but again, I, I'm, I'm looking at the future. My son wants to be a doctor and, and he's working towards that. He's going to be one that is going to be in much more better position as, as we start these changes to be able to continue to work towards the culture being, one to Christ and being, uh, reflecting God's law. Um, so, so again, I, I, feel limited. Yes. But I, but you know, that we unfortunately have, have these things that took decades to come in place. And I, I, hear you. I, I know that, that we, we need to take stands. I just feel that, you know, the stand that I'm taking is I'm, I'm involved. I, you know, we we can we text Mastriano. Uh, he's asked my wife multiple times for, for how to to do medical policy, um, and and you know things like um, the CDC and their guidelines. I mean, as a senator, he really didn't have a whole lot of control over that. As a governor, he he would have control over. Are we going to follow the CDC guidelines or not? I mean, you you think about is it Christy Nome? I think in South Dakota who you know, did not close things down based upon the CDC recommendations. So I, I can see him as a man who would not be willing to shut people's businesses down uh, if if that were to come along. Um, so again, that's that's why I, I've chosen, you know, put put support behind, you know, Mastriano, um, you, know, you know, because of, what I feel at him as a as a leader will be, I, and um, uh, but yeah, no, it's insurance it, rule is pretty much in charge of medicine, with government and with with big pharma um,
0: right when we look, when, we t- when we talk about the economy or the market, people often blame the big pharma and the insurance companies, but mm-hmm. the reason they have such power is because they're the ones that have the ear. Of the government they're the ones that the lobby the big it's the big pharma lobby it's the insurance company lobbies that are getting regulations in place to benefit them and the worst thing for big pharma is the worst thing and also the best thing for any company is competition and if they can the you cannot have uh, this monopoly of big pharma and insurance without government coercion and that's my point so I hear what you're saying um, I, I totally get it, you know, it's, it's, you, you see Shapiro or Wolf and it's just disastrous, and what I'm simply saying is I think the solution to solve that is fidelity to God's Word completely um, and not a little less uh, adjusting of the dials, and, and that's what I see. So So that kind of brings us to, and we're running out of time here, but as we get to the end, I think we've already talked about it with with, you know incrementalism Um, at least I've tried tried to make uh, my point um, that we've cast God's law behind us and if you read Nehemiah chapter 9 I mean that's the mourning, that's the lament we've cast your law behind us and this is this is what we deserve and that's not what I'm hearing uh, from Senator Mastriano it's not what I'm hearing from people in the conservative movement it's simply the left is really bad and we will we will Control the market and dish out government benefits much better than they do And that concerns me deeply, but I I, I appreciate you coming in here and I understand where you're coming from and, and again, I, I won't argue that Hey, if, if Senator Mastriano wins maybe in the short term That's going to lead to some lessening of things But I think it just continues to tighten the screw down on the socialistic system and then it really doesn't get us anywhere because then you get someone, another person elected a Democrat or even a different Republican. And it's still the same system. All they need to do now is just adjust the dials a little bit. And so that that's my big concern with incrementalism. You know, where, where has it gotten us to this point? I mean, I think 20 years ago, people could have been, certainly were, I mean, look at people like Ron Paul, they've been talking about this for decades and decades. Um, so it's not that, all of a sudden this is new ideas it's simply that as a whole the conservative movement and the voters are not willing to take a loss on principle because they're more afraid of the left taking over than god's judgment on our nation for not being faithful to his word so anything else you want to say um cover i think we've we've covered a lot anything you feel like that you'd want to address at the end or a topic we didn't get a chance to cover
1: no, I think, um, you know, it, I think it's a great discussion. Um, you know, it, it's, uh, I think we, I, you know, we're very much on the same page with, um, you know, see that our culture, I mean, yes, the only way we're going to have, you know, God's judgment averted is if we get back to, you know, the Lord and, and our culture being one for Christ. Um,
0: I think, you know, there's a disagreement on on how how to get there. Um, but, Do you think God's going to bless I mean, do you, maybe, do you see that the, the civil realm is just a different category that God would, God would bless compromise in that category? Because I don't see how God could bless compromise. I, see, I know that God can, can work through sinful people. I mean, he could even work through a, a pagan ruler. But what I'm saying is, is God go, are we going to expect God to bless us if we knowingly compromise and say, yes, this is, this is a wicked uh, uh, bill, this is this is supporting socialism. It goes against God's word, but we need to vote for it for X, Y, and Z. Do you think God will, will bless that? I, I you no, know, <laughs> I see. Well, that's against my contention. Yeah,
1: no, I understand your contention, and I, I absolutely. Unfortunately, um, there is in every sphere. There's There is sometimes things that are, that are evil and, um, you know, it's, I'm not saying compromise, but I'm saying that our, our goal is to work for towards godliness and righteousness. And, you know, sometimes to do that, it's, it's not a, not something that that can happen immediately. Um, I can I'm just you know from being a doctor we've made big changes we're, we're branching out in, in a huge way um, but you know for the rest of the culture to see it as beneficial it's gonna take quite a bit of time
0: yeah I certainly agree with you there and I certainly agree it takes time and I guess uh, the distinction here is uh, like you mentioned you know how do we get there but I think this is a vastly different conversation than most perhaps Mass Masjana supporters would be because if you're if you're saying you know yeah you agree that the law word of God is the standard and that's what we should be aiming for um, I certainly have not heard that from the mass I've heard certainly this is God's candidate so to speak and and he claims the name of Christ and I get that but when it comes to the content this discussion is not there and so I I'm forced to conclude that's certainly not his goal and so, again, that brings then concerns for me, you know, to support someone who, who's going to be actually following a different standard other than God's word. But the point is, you know, that, that's a different discussion. With, with some people, uh, it would be, well, no, the government should be doing all these things and the Republican Party can do it better. And I don't know if that's an easier or harder argument to make. But so people listening, you know, if they come, I, I would hope they would they would have the same standard that you and I have, the only one standard that matters, and that's God's word. And then I would challenge them to consider my arguments, certainly just as as you would, and I would challenge them to to listen to yours as well. Um, But if that's not their standard, then it really is anything goes. Because if the word of God has not spoken to these issues, then yeah, I I mean, I have no basis to say we shouldn't vote for Mastriano. But I'd also really have no basis to say you shouldn't vote for Shapiro. Because if there's no standard, I could say, well, yeah, that might be the best thing. So um, that, that's the final thing I want to say I appreciate you coming in here uh, very much I can't thank you enough for doing that I think we need more discussion on this I, I, I don't think we need less I don't think having the discussion and getting the ideas out there is going to you know ruin anything And people are going to be I think we need as a people we need to be thinking more about these things and if you know absolutely if I'm wrong and, and Senator Mastriano it is going to follow the the standard of god's word i want I want to know about it and hopefully conversations like this could help get that out there so thank you so much for for joining me absolutely yeah I appreciate it appreciate thank you appreciate you and 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 your work that you do and um, so I think we'll we'll try to get some coverage if you're willing on on your on your story there and uh, you're traveling quite a bit now to practice medicine uh, because of of the regulations so Thankful for you, Dr. Wheeler. Thankful for coming in. Uh, For more information about the Lancaster Patriot, go to thelancasterpatriot.com. Subscribe to our paper uh, delivered once a week right to your house. Subscribe to this podcast. Until next time, God bless and Godspeed.